Welcome to Solo Solutions, short bite-sized episodes of the podcast which will help you create strategies to improve your physique, your mindset, your performance, your health and your business. We all know that action leads to momentum and momentum leads to big goals. These episodes are designed to give you one key tip, one key strategy to help you push through your sticking blocks and get into the best condition, mindset or business possible. Hello and welcome to another episode of Solo Solutions. In this episode, I want to talk about the importance of challenging yourself. It's so important. Some of the biggest lessons I have learned in my professional and personal life has been down to the times where I have been most challenged. Whether that is a financial challenge, whether that's being let go from my previous employer under very, very, very dodgy circumstances whether that is moving to a brand new country, whether that's things I have officially chosen to do, like walking the length of Wales, which is the icon to this episode, or whether that is every photo shoot prep I've ever done, whether that's going under a big lift that I'm not sure I can do. You learn more about yourself from challenging yourself and doing things than you ever will from any study, any lecture, any seminar, or any podcast, maybe not mine, because mine one's epic, you will ever have. The problem I tend to see is people struggle with the idea of challenging themselves. They fear failure. They wonder what would happen if it's not successful. What you would think of yourself, what people would think of you. If you don't know the answers, you get overwhelmed. You deal with imposter syndrome thinking, ah, this is not right for me, I can't do something like this. And that little voice in your head tells you every reason why this is a bad idea and why you should quit. But I just want to share a very, very short message to say that any time you jump out your comfort zone, we've heard it time and time again, getting out of your comfort zone is where growth happens and it really, really is. Staying in your comfort zone is really damaging for anything, any development, personally or professionally. And understand that any time you get out your comfort zone, there is always going to be resistance. No one, no one got out their comfort zone by accident. No one hit big goals by accident. It was a purposeful move out of their comfort zone and it's silencing that inner critic that got them to where they were. That resistance is natural. That resistance is our brain trying to keep us safe. But just like on a recent episode where I spoke about tightness and how we have to get slowly stronger in these end ranges for our brain to understand not to be tight there, to understand that this job opportunity that you want that you're scared to go for that this business venture that you'll want to take that this you know physique show you want to apply for like this hike or this walk that you're scared to do for your body to know it's safe for you to start getting the success you want in these endeavors it will come from jumping in from jumping in two feet and giving it a go from a personal training perspective some of the biggest lessons i've learned is to physique physique prep. I've never competed, I'm not a bodybuilder. The thought of standing on stage in a tiny little pair of pants and an unflattening light covered in Ron Seal for a group of people to tell me what's rubbish about my physique is not my idea of a Sunday afternoon. I admire the people that do it and maybe I will look back on this having done a physique show later in life and go, man, Simon was an idiot. But I've always admired the craft of getting mega lean. I think you find out a lot about yourself by pushing through times when you're hungry 
training at the times where you have the resistance and you just don't want to do it and you want to go home. Like, no one will know if I skip a workout, but I know. And I've learned a lot about my character. I've learned what I can do. I learned that I'm capable of more than I think. I've learned to have better empathy with my clients and the people around me. I've learned how to achieve my goals in a world where there's distractions everywhere. Those are lessons and life lessons that I wouldn't have learned through any other endeavor. There's something even more magical about physique prep because you truly get out what you put in. In life, you can work really hard to try and impress this woman and she doesn't fancy you anyway. You can work hard for promotion, but someone politics their way to the top and you don't get there. But in physique prep, there are no easy rides. Even the people with the best genetics to get in the best shape have to push hard. There are plenty of people with phenomenal genetics that don't look like Phil Heath. Phil Heath is what happens when genetics meets hard work. And there is nothing that will test you like a physique show or a shoot photo shoot prep. But it doesn't have to be six-pack abs to challenge yourself. As the icon shows in this episode, one of the most toughest experiences I ever did in my life was walking the length of Wales, often known as the Office Dyke Path. I started in Prostatin at the north of Wales and went all the way down to Chepstow, not too far from Cardiff. It was 182 miles by some records, 177 by another, and there was more styles to climb than anywhere else in the United Kingdom. The day before I went, the resistance wasn't just mental, it was physical. One, in one of the most embarrassing stories of my life, I met my friend who I was going to do my uh, trip with, my hike with, and we went out with his mother to a local massive Tesco's to get camping supplies, food, water, all the things that we were going to put in our backpacks. She gave me the job of pulling, taking the trolley back to the trolley station, and as a very young, <laughs> immature, thrill-seeking, stupid child, I thought, do you know what's always been fun? Riding on the back of this trolley. So I jumped on the back, ready for an, a moment of absolute excitement as I hurtled down the car park. But one thing I'd forgotten, I'd gotten so used to having the backpack on my back that I didn't realize the weight of that backpack anymore. And as soon as I jumped on the trolley, I came crashing down, smashing my nose into the car park and my knee onto the floor. I looked down, my knee was gushing with blood. My new trousers ready for the hike had been cut to shreds and I was limping. What was I going to do? I was already nervous that I've never done anything like this before. I wasn't a person that was particularly cardiovascularly fit. My training for the last three years had been bodybuilding. I, I now I wasn't sure whether I could do this. I was completely out of my depth and now I was limping. I had 182 miles to do and I couldn't walk. I could have easily taken the chance to quit and go home but I decided to say I'm here now. I've made this decision. I've collected charity money and I'm going to go. So off I went, limping up mountains, up and down for the first four to five days of that trip, every step more painful than the last. But I learned what I could do. I learned the challenges that came with it, and I learned I can push through discomfort, something that has lasted with me for the rest of my life. That trip was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. You think walking and going for a camp, camping site every night wouldn't be too challenging, but you are so depleted. I remember... Many times with just the idea of a Mars bar or some fish and chips at a local pub was the only thing that would have kept me going. I remember times walking with my mate and we never ever struggled to have anything to talk about, but we were on a trip to Hang On Why and we'd gotten lost. 
a 14 mile trip ended up being a 19 mile trip and we hadn't spoken for about six miles. The only food we had was half an Alpen bar and we split that one quarter each. That fired us up because we're so depleted and raised our spirits just enough to get us to Hay on Wye and find our way. Another challenge that came to that trip was halfway through, disaster struck. My mate who got my first person to help me with this trip got, I would say cold feet, or got second thoughts, realised that maybe he was a bit out of his depth and didn't realise what he'd let himself in for. Unlike me at the start of the trip who decided to power through the limp, he found a reason to go home, stop the trip halfway. I was at another crossroads in this trip. Did I carry on, push through, on my own? Or did I finish there, call it a day and realise this wasn't for us, we're over our head? I think you know about the topic of this podcast that that's not what I did at all. I planned ahead, I powered through, and over the next couple of days I did the trip on my own, getting lost, having to jump over a horse, having to run away from cows, and eventually found my way. And amazingly, because going to Aberystwyth University, I knew a lot of friends in Wales, and I managed to get someone to join and finish the second leg of the trip with me. And other than getting chased down by a herd of cows, it went pretty smooth from that point onwards. That is one of the best achievements of my life that I wouldn't have gotten if I'd li- gotten if I'd listened to that little voice in my head saying, don't do this. If I'd stopped when I got injured, if I'd stopped when my mate packed in, I kept my head down and powered through. Not hitting the fuck it button when things didn't go to plan, when things weren't optimal. And I had one of the best and most accomplished moments of my life. In the same way when I diet, the times where I'm hungry and want everything, the times where I make a mistake and go over my calories, the times my friends persuade me to have a beer, all those times I could hit that fuck it button. I don't, I push through and I get to the physique that I wanted when I started. That is a huge achievement that not everyone in life will have. And whether it's, for those listening to this, whether it's getting a set of six-pack abs, whether it's walking the length of Wales, whether it's climbing a mountain, whether it's pushing for a promotion, starting a new job, or starting in a new country, if there's something at the back of your mind that you're itching to do, I urge you to do it. Moving to Hong Kong was another amazing challenge of mine. I'd never travelled and it's something I'd always wanted to do. I didn't know what to expect and I'd never visited Asia before actually getting on the plane to Hong Kong. I arrived here not knowing anybody other than my other half and not knowing what the country was like, not knowing the politics, not knowing the people, not knowing the language. I've now been in Hong Kong two years and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my whole life. This place truly is fantastic and I'm not looking to go back anytime soon even if COVID has made things very, very challenging but I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I hadn't just taken the other fuck it button and go, fuck it, I'm taking the leap. I'm gonna leave this episode with a quote from Richard Branson that I've, I've always taken with me throughout my life. And that's if you get an amazing opportunity, say yes first and learn how to do it later. I've taken that all the way through my life. One more story I'll leave you with is when I got an amazing opportunity for a job that I'd always wanted in London, even if it didn't work out too well in the end and that company's very much changed, at the time it was the best place to be for personal training. And 
I got the opportunity after many, many times putting in my application and failing. It was the best moment of my life because I'd always wanted to move to London. And then disaster struck again. My credit card maxed out. My overdraft was hit. And I couldn't afford my insurance and I couldn't afford my first aid certificate that I needed to start this venture in London, let alone afford a place to stay. I will always be grateful to my fiance for helping me financially with that moment. But I managed to get down there and I managed to find a sneaky backhanded Colombian to pay cash in hand for, I presume, an illegally subletted council flat to get me there. And even before that, I had to commute three hours each way from Wolverhampton to London, living with my parents, trying to make ends meet, scraping by. I stayed on sofas to try and find flats. I made it work. It was tricky, but it's never as scary as you think. When I left my last employer, I was scared that I wouldn't make be able to make anything of myself. I'm in a better position financially, mentally and physically now than I was when I left and that I've only been out there six months. It's never as scary as you think. The anticipation of it's worse. So if you get an amazing opportunity, say yes, and then make sure you work out how to do it. And I promise you, you will not regret it.